Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Merry Christmas to you. Jeff Hunt here, Chief Wagon Boss of the Frontier Freedom Hour. Joining us on this very special Christmas edition is the Chancellor of Colorado Christian University, Dr. Donald Sweeting. He's got a new article in Fox. You should go check it out. It's a great time to read this. Why we desperately need Christmas. Amen to that. If you missed any part of this conversation, go back to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can download the podcast there. All right. Fifth reason as to why we desperately need Christmas is because it's a season to recalibrate our lives. Chancellor Sweeting, share a little wisdom around that. Think about this, Jeff. Historically, Christmas was more than a day. It was a sacred season. You know, you've heard of the 12 days of Christmas in the Christian calendar. It's a season. And I, I that's a, that's important because we, we generally uh, have time at the end of the year, a season to take stock of our lives. Many of us will get extra days off. And, and right before the beginning of the new year, this is a great time to reflect on our lives in the light of his coming and then to reset them you know, in terms of uh, the things we've learned and reset goals for the coming year. So um, I desperately need that. I think everybody does because, you know, you kind of look back on the year and you go, oh, I wish I had done this. I hadn't done that. I did this. And and, uh, you can recalibrate uh, to be more effective. And I find that the message of Christmas informs that reflective recalibrating, you know, in light of Christ who came, in light of his light, and his love. Uh, how am I going to live differently this year? You know, for most of my life, Christmas was just kind of a tradition you went through. Um, kind of unique, a little bizarre, little things, you know, but it I didn't get the depth of it. And the truth is, um, unless you have the Holy Spirit in your lives, the Bible can sometimes be a little confusing. It's confusing for even us afterwards. But um, the, the Holy Spirit, which is God himself living in your heart and your mind and your soul present in your life is kind of a decoder to guide to really understand the Bible. And so if you're reading the Bible for the very first time, it can seem hard. It's genealogy. You have the story of Christmas. It's in uh, some of the books. Um, and so you're you're trying to piece this all together. But uh, until you really come to terms with who Jesus Christ is, Christmas can just be a series of kind of just activities. Um, And so I want to encourage you this Christmas season, if you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, to take this time to recalibrate, like Don is saying, who God is. And, you know, some people will, will, they'll look at church going folks and say, well, I'll get to that later in life. You know, I, I want to have fun now, but think of, think back to, it's a wonderful life. George Bailey running down the streets, uh, sh- shouting, uh, with joy, um, Scrooge and the redemption that takes place in his life. Now the Christmas story is a story of God working redemption in people's lives And you'll never really get the point of redemption until you come to terms with the fact of your own brokenness. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's where the story of Christmas really starts. Um, And this was, this was the, the dawning that took place in my life when it came to sin. I remember a a guy was asking me, he goes, Jeff, do you 
deal with sin in your life? I was like, no, nah, nah, I haven't murdered anybody. Uh, I've never really harmed anybody. Oh, that sin doesn't really affect me. And he goes, Jeff, sin is pervasive in your life. It's what it's, it's really the root of nearly all the problems you have because you're so self-centered. And when I, I dawned on the fact that it was that that was the problem, it wasn't other people out there, it was me that was the problem. And then you cry out to Christ as the savior for that problem. Then the Holy Spirit comes into your life. And all of a sudden, you know, the story of Christmas is is, is personal. Uh, it's penetrating. It's God being close to you. And so Christmas has so much more joy in it, so much more depth in it, so much more feeling in it. It is the story of of God working in your life. that That's why it's so powerful. That's why those Christmas stories have so much depth. And that's why the music and the lights have so much depth. So uh, that Chancellor Sweet, that's why I loved your story. It brought all of that together. Mm. Yeah. And uh, it seems like all the stories that we love of Christmas, ultimately, you know, they point back to that story um, and, and remind us Um you know, we, we have so much fun at Christmas. Uh, many of us do. And we celebrate uh, many of the, the wonderful aspects of Christmas. But I'm reminded it was G.K. Chesterton who said, um, the fun of Christmas is undergirded by the seriousness of Christmas. And the seriousness of Christmas is that uh, we need a Savior. Uh, and God has sent his Savior in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. Jeff, one of the other uh, stories we didn't talk about was, you know, Charlie Brown. I don't know if you remember the Charlie Brown series. And and uh, there's this one scene in, in a Christmas episode that came out years ago. And Charlie Brown is just... Um, well, he picked a tree a, out a Christmas tree, and and everybody ridiculed him, and and uh, and he realized he just failed miserably, uh, picked the wrong kind of tree, and he says everything I do turns into a disaster, uh, and I I guess I I really don't know what Christmas is all about, uh, and then he shouts out, "Is there anyone who can tell me what Christmas is all about?" And you know, I think of. People relate with that, too, because we all feel like disasters sometime at the end of a year uh, with things that we've done. And and it's at that point that little Linus comes forward and he says, you know, I'll tell you what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. And he goes on stage and he says, echoing, reading the words of Luke, he said, in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And then Linus said, that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. I remember that wasn't originally supposed to be in there, right? I, I think uh, Charles Schultz kind of snuck it in past the uh, reviewers. Did, right, yeah, because people wanted to move away from that. But, you know, God bless them. That's what Christmas is all about. 
don't miss it. Don, um, people listening that were probably a lot like me grew up in a Christian cultural home, uh, celebrated Christmas. Jesus wasn't anything that was rejected by any means. But here's conversation about that personal nature, that personal relationship that somebody can have with the God of the universe, where Christmas leaps with joy, where it's incredibly personal, where the Holy Spirit lives and guides their lives and gives them, as Jesus said in John 10, 10, life and life to the full. What's your closing message to somebody that may be going to church for the first time all year around Christmas? What opportunities are there bigger than uh, just going to church one time a year? Well, I'd, I'd first say, ask, uh, ask God to touch your mind and heart um, to speak to you through what you hear. And then go home and read one of the Gospels. I mean, we the, the Bible can be complicated in parts, but there are mo- much of it is very clear. Uh, read the Gospel of John or the Gospel of Mark. And just as you read, it's not long, uh, but it's it's a, it lays out who Jesus is. And as you read, just say, God, if you're really there, if if Jesus, if you're really true, would you show yourself to me as I read about you um, and uh, open my spirit and you, you will be amazed what happened. He is uh, not just a baby in a manger. He's the baby who came and lived and showed us righteousness, died on the cross so that we could be forgiven and reconciled to our heavenly father. He rose from the grave, which means he is still around. He is still available for you. And that's why calling out to him is not a vain exercise. It's the key to Christmas. Amen. Friends, I I just want to close with this. Jesus Christ radically changed my life. I would be, um, be dead of a drug overdose, like my very best friend growing up is now. Um, I, that's where I would have been absolutely 100% with him. And it was uh, a very simple prayer. It wasn't complicated. I just wanted to start following Jesus. You have to want to start. And God will meet you and absolutely change your life. Um, Chancellor Sweeting, I want to thank you. Thank you for your leadership of the school. Thank you for the depth and the time you put into this article for guiding the soul of Colorado Christian University and making sure that uh, we always remain true to what we've always sought out to do in our mission statement. Um, thank you. I want to miss you, wish you a very Merry Christmas. Well, thank you, Jeff. And I want to wish everybody who's listening uh, a great Christmas. Um, blessed time with your family, but also pray that this would be the most meaningful Christmas you've ever had. Amen to that. Thank you all the listeners for a wonderful year. Next year is going to be great. There's so much more we have in plan in store and planning. Uh, everything from the Western Conservative Summit to the March for Life. All of that to come in 2024. But until then, enjoy time with your family. Enjoy time uh, together worshiping a God who loves you very, very deeply um, and came to this earth uh, as a little child to save us. So um, until next time, God bless you all and yeehaw.